you want to open your Bibles and turn to Romans 3, verses 21 through 24, um, and while you're turning there, I just want to give some background of kind of why I chose um, what I did to go over. Um, so I originally had an outline for a different sermon, um, but I was recently watching a testimony from somebody, um, and it made me realize uh, it really convicted me in different ways and reminded me of the joy that I have in the fullness of God's plan of salvation and the salvation of my soul. So um, I'm going to be talking about salvation tonight. And for those, or for those who are believers, it may sound like something that we've heard a lot. Um, but sometimes I think we fail to grasp the joy that we really have in that uh, daily sometimes. Um, and when we're getting discouraged uh, by what's going on around us. Um, and so for those of you who um, may be toying with salvation and, and and not really knowing um, what exactly it is, I hope to provide clarity for you guys. So um, I'm just going to make some observations as we go through the text. Um, so I'm going to be starting with verse 21. It says, uh, but, God now, apart for, er, but now, apart from the law, the righteousness of God has been revealed, attested by the law and the prophets. The righteousness of God is through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe, since there is no distinction. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. They are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So if we go back to verse 21, um, something I want to point out uh, halfway through, it says, the righteousness of God has been revealed, attested by the law and the prophets. And the righteousness of God is the Jesus dying on the cross for us. And the law of the prophets is in the Old Testament, the prophecies of the Messiah coming. And while there's many uh, uh, prophecies um, of Jesus. One I want to look at specifically is in Genesis 3, verse 15, that says, uh, And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head, and you will strike his heel. And I think this is just so profound when we look at what happened just before this, when we see Adam and Eve taking of the fruit that they weren't supposed to and condemning all of mankind. And yet, through the condemnation of Adam and Eve, we still see the redemptive plan of God at work at the beginning. We still see his faithfulness through the idolatry after the Israelites were brought out of Egypt, and we still see his faithfulness coming through all the way to the New Testament. Verse 22 says, The righteousness of God is through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe, since there's no distinction. This is just the gospel. Like, the righteousness of God is through faith alone in Jesus Christ. There is no amount of works that can bridge the gap between God who is perfect and holy and us who are sinful. And it goes on in verse 23 to talk about the need for a Savior and why verse 22 is necessary, why the gospel is necessary. It says that while we have sinned, Christ died for us, we have all fallen short. There's this perfect, holy God who is sovereign and power over, or powerful over everything. There is nothing that he is not over. And then we have us on this side who are naturally prone to evil. It says in Romans 3, 10, verse, or 10 and 11, it says, there's no one righteous, not even one. There's no one who understands and no one who seeks God. I think we can see through the condemnation um, through the fall and how we are so um, just prone to sin. 
just the goodness of God and that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. God's sovereignty is even more attested to in verse 24. When we see it says we are justified by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Salvation belongs to God. And he is freely given the gift of Jesus Christ for us. When we didn't deserve it. It's through his irresistible grace that he calls on us to his name. It says in John 6, no one can come to the Father unless the Father who sends me draws them and I will raise them up on that day. And I think that's so comforting and should give us a sense of joy that even in our sin, God did choose us. That he chose us for his plans and his purposes and to share the gospel with others, the good news and the joy that we receive. So... The testimony that I talked about in the beginning, I'm going to expand upon. And the reason why I talk about works so much and the free gift of justification by his grace alone is because I was watching um, an ex-Mormon's testimony of how he came to Christ. And he was a, a devout Mormon all his life. His parents moved from Indiana to Brigham Young University. And uh, as they moved, uh, their whole family was involved uh, in Mormonism. It was like 90% Mormon in Utah, if you're not aware. So they were surrounded by this culture of you believe in this God, but also you have to do these ordinances and these works to be saved. And we know in the gospel that Christ is sufficient, that it's only through him that we are saved. Works is not the means by which we're saved but it's the desire that we have once we are saved. And so as he moved um, and he was 19 years old, uh, all Mormons are encouraged, or Mormon men, um, I believe, are encouraged to go on mission and they're encouraged to go and spread their gospel. And so he went all the way to Florida, like thousands of miles away from his family and it's a two year mission. And as he's on this mission, he uh, meets this uh, Baptist congregation, and he's really ambitious. He, he went there thinking, I can lead this whole congregation to Mormonism. And so it's really funny watching him. He's actually, I believe, at that church speaking um, when he's giving his testimony. So just kind of funny how the Lord works. Um, but as he's sharing this Mormon gospel with this Baptist preacher, the, the Baptist preacher kind of turns it on its head, and he goes, you know, that's not really, that's not really the love of Jesus. That's not what our good news says. And so he explains to him the gospel. And at the start, he was in rebellion of uh, what this Baptist preacher had to say, uh, denying that we have to do these works to be saved. Um, and as he read the gospels more, the Lord opened up his heart and he saw the unconditional love by Christ alone for uh, dying on the cross for his sins. And he broke down. And one of the most profound things that he said that just really gripped me and made me realize how much I can take my salvation for granted. He said, this was the love of God that I did not know, but it was the love of God that I always wanted. My God only loved me as much as I proved myself to him. He was working out of this conditional love, this arbitrary, am I doing more right than doing more wrong? Am I in good standing today? Am I not in good standing some next day? And I want to encourage you, that's not what the gospel is. If you're feeling down about 
all the, the, the darkness in this world and, and maybe feeling like you're going through a rough time and you feel far from God and that you've been distant from him, just know that his grace is enough and his grace is sufficient. I think it really just convicted me because sometimes while I say I don't live a lifestyle of works to get to salvation, I can sometimes twist that in my head. I become far from God. So that really convicted me. And so if I would encourage you, um, believers in the room tonight, um, just ward off Satan's attacks. He's going to be attacking you saying that you're not good enough. But I mean, the reality is you're not good enough because Christ is good enough. Because Christ is sufficient. And that's what we take joy in. And so we don't work our way to salvation. But it's because of our desire, once we accept Christ, that it's our joy to serve that's, that's what our heart should be. We shouldn't be afraid to, to share the gospel with other people because of fear of man. But we have new life in Christ. We are dead to sin. We are dead to those desires. And so it's our joy to spread the gospel with other people. And so if you're having trouble with the gospel and it seems maybe too easy, too simple, that, that's the point. That, that shows the love of God. And so I would encourage you, if you're... If you're thinking about that tonight, just talk to any of us. Um, we would love to just pour into you and provide some clarity.